Thank you so much, sir. Have a lovely evening. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 263. He's Randy and I'm Jason. And we're your hosts as we do this for the last, like, maybe 250 of them. Can you believe how many have we Well, no, no, wait, 150 of them? I think I, I think I joined around episode... Oh, no, I think I joined around episode 50. It's it was been, three it's been for a, lot. a while. It was three. It's been two a lot. Three and two, yeah. So, uh, you know what season it is? Soccer season? <laughs> Not quite, although... I did the the soccer board met last night. Yeah. I got some emails today about filling out Corey form. We're trying to do process. We're going to try it with the people on the board first. My wife processes all those Corys. So she's like, all right, did this didn't last year. Mass kind of messed it up. They, their system wasn't working in place. So, And the Corys, if you're not familiar, what does it stand for? Uh, it means something. Yeah, it does mean something. It's, it's kind of to see if you're a child rapist or something. Criminal, criminal record service check. That what does Corey uh, form? That check? doesn't. But I know, I know, I know. What? Oh, criminal offense record information. Criminal that offender record information. Yeah, basically, yeah, they they check. And, and you know, the funny thing is, it's not funny, but it is a very necessary thing. But it's really just a CYA. If you don't know what that acronym is, you can look it up for all these organizations because it doesn't really. It's I, I don't I don't know I, I I think the whole thing's ridiculous like we, we assume that everybody is basically a child rapist and then we um, mm-hmm. verify that they're not and then we let them volunteer like that's the default we live in it, it's maybe not it's not maybe not funny but it's, so, it's sort of a sad state of affairs well I mean we kind of let them volunteer and then we we do a background check I mean there's background checks for a lot of things it's just kind of I know but I know. but it's to me like I do a quarry like I literally maybe do maybe five or six of these a year, right? For mountain mm-hmm. biking club, for scouts, for what is the one? Oh, for, for the youth soccer. If I do another youth sport that one of my kids picks up and I end up volunteering for, I do one for the school. I do one for, well, the church does a different form. Of course, they're little outliers. Surprise, surprise. Um, but Wait, and is it the opposite? <laughs> um, no, it's no, it's, but, it, but like that, that, I just listed off four and I know there's other organizations. Like anytime you're like with a kid and it, the soccer one's weird. A little bit because it's like we're never really alone with these kids or we shouldn't be. And if you are alone, you're in the middle yeah. of a giant field. Yeah. Well, yeah, But that's part of it, too. Is I mean, aside from the doing creepy stuff with the kids, like you should never be alone with the kids just because they're a nightmare to deal with. Yeah. And you kind of need two adults to manage you know, 13 kids that you're coaching. I have been alone with them at practice because my assistant coach was a pain in my butt. Yeah. And would bail out on me and none of the parents would stop. And we don't need to get too deep into soccer. But. Those were rough practices. Yeah. But it's also now when, whenever I'm in a situation where I'm like, oh, I just ended up by myself with these kids. Like, I get a little nervous now because I want too deep leadership. They talk about a lot of too deep leadership at scouts. Like, you're always supposed to have two deep, you know, two people. Is that the way they phrase it as well? It's that's phrased everywhere and stop it. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> because, you know, because you have to have two parent, two different adults so that, you know, you can corroborate your story. O-T-W-O, and all that stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. It's one of these things. I think it should be way better. Like, of course, I have to pay twenty five dollars. Some some of the organizations pay for it, but still, like every organization or the person has to pay the twenty five dollars. So, like I said, I just filled out four of them. Why isn't there just some organization that's like, 
Boom. Okay. Yeah. Looked it up. I have to fill the same form out. I have to submit the same form with my social security number and they have to submit the same form. Why don't they just be like, okay, this, I have Jason Fitzgerald. Here's a social security number. Do, is there a, do you have a file on record? And boom, I hear you. you yeah. need like that uh, frequent flyer traveling thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, but really like I've filled out maybe a hundred of these things so far in my life. It's ridiculous. So anyways, but, but, I do want to pivot off this because this is a very – well, no. Actually, I want to go back to what season it is. Oh, I didn't look to see if we have Yes, mail. thank you for remembering. What season is it? You don't know? No. It's, no, it's tax no. season. You start your taxes yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I have not. Mm-hmm. No. Um, um, we're, printing a, we're printing a homework assignment. Right now? It's coming out. Yeah, I just heard the printer oh, is, wake is up. That what the, You're going to hear the background noise. noise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not it, It's not a dot matrix printer from 1983, Why? but... Yeah, but it's just the noise that came to my head. It's, it was way past homework time. They should be asleep. Uh, my son's still up at this time pretty much every day. Doing his homework? Uh, well, he, he's on he's on the ski club thing, and they, they he didn't get it back till like 8 o'clock. Oh, he did ski club. Yeah, with the junior high is a ski club. Oh, and this is my wife printing out bus passes. That, but is, that is what it is. That's super cool. I wish, I don't think we have a ski club and we might have to arrange one. I think I, my town's just a little too poor for that sort of thing. <laughs> Ugh, gross. I, I mean, well, it is, I, I don't really? mean it in a derogatory way. It's just that we're just not that uh, class. You know, we're not. I don't uh, think it's a class thing. I, I think it's sure a. It no, I, I, you can say it's a size thing. The size issue because they take four giant buses out, you know, the four big like Greyhound buses from yeah. the school to Wachusett, four of them. So they have a lot of people going, and they need the big buses because they need they can't just take the school buses because they have all the yeah, ski equipment. Yeah, because you're in fancy ski town. Well, they need they need to put the ski equipment under like the the fancy buses we're going to take on Thursday for our ski trip. But uh, I so, mean, we we are going skiing like all next week. <laughs> but I'm saying it's not a. There's a handful of families in our town that do it. So maybe we could put together a ski club, but it wouldn't be for Greyhound buses. No, no. Well, they're not Greyhound. They're like some private company. But this wouldn't yeah. wouldn't be some private company bus. It would be something. But perhaps there's enough, especially if you mix the grades. Well, so this is seventh and eighth grade. So if you had sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, yeah, that's one. I think you. I think you could pull it I off. I might have to try to arrange ski club. Yeah. And they can all have walkie talkies. <laughs> you could set this up. Yeah, they're yeah. on Woot today. If you want. Sorry, you people listening. There's the Baofeng walkie-talkies. They're on Woot? Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. They're on the, like the far right tab of Woot. Why would you not send me this? Because how many do you need? You have like 100. I have I have 12. <laughs> That's a lot. They're on uh, the clearance tab. Uh, Five for 95. Oh, my goodness. Oh, those are different radios. Oh, sorry. These are illegal. These are completely illegal. Yeah, that's why they're selling them on a deal-a-day site from Amazon. What do you mean they're illegal? Mm-hmm. The you can't use these with a license. Without a license? Without a license, yeah. Uh, well, how can they just sell them? It's well, they can sell them. Oh, oh it says disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. No license is required to purchase this radio nor to monitor yeah. or listen to any to the many ha- amateur ham radio frequencies. However, an FCC license is required to transmit on amateur radio frequencies in the US. That's right. So, yep. Mhm. They're not that hard to get. Yeah, let's get the let's get the license, and then you can just transmit over the mountain. Yeah, in All fact, right. okay, go on. It's kind of super boring. So, this is not going to be your typical dad show, I don't think. I don't know, but th- we really are never do this anymore. So, 
a couple of different things. You're talking about my fancy town. So I'm going to bring up the fancy town and the, the fancy things that happened in the fancy town this week, which I know that you're privy to at least one of the things because you commented on it more than I did on the, uh, yeah, the old Facebooks. So two things happened. Well, I really go, I got really got to go to three things, right? Cause in January, there was an incident at my kids at not my kids' school, but at one of the elementary schools in town. Okay. Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah. yeah. And um this has become whether or not it's true, I don't know all the story. I don't know the backstory. I don't know the family. I don't I, my kids are not at that school. I don't I only know a lot of stuff was posted on Facebook, including a video that the woman made herself of what had happened like 25 minutes after this incident. And it's somewhat troubling. I haven't actually watched the video, but many people have commented. The police didn't police never really, I think, act very personal in these situations. And they, I, I don't want to disparage the police a lot, but I could easily. Sure Anyways, I want to, but I'm not going <laughs> to. I have a police story from the evening. I'll tell you. About. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, and this woman, I, I want to say happens to be black. I'm not sure that's sensitive enough, but this woman is black, right? So uh, it became racial. It became very racial, very quick. People felt that the way the police and the school reacted uh, was... Well, hold on. Back yeah. what actually happened? Oh, so the kid was in some sort of distress. Her eight-year-old child was in some sort of distress. And by the time the video starts, the woman is not being allowed access to her child. The school wanted to take the child to the, the hospital for evaluation. And um, the woman and the child are in the sort of the same room. The woman's the, the child sort of like hunkered under a desk. I don't, like I said, I haven't watched the video and the police, the, the school administration is really doing nothing at this point, but they're in the video. They're ignoring the woman and the woman's trying to get access to her child and they're not letting her. And the woman ends up getting arrested. So she gets taken away in the police car and the kid gets whisked off to the hospital. So it, as I describe it, no matter what side you're on on this whole thing, it's troubling, right? The, uh, this kid's very much upset. The mother is obviously wants to help her child. Well, I think the woman wants to help her child, right? This is something right. we can't always assume, right? There could be a well, reason. that there, there could be something the police know. There could be some history. Or it could be a history, right. Right. So I don't want to. Are we, are we being racist by making those assumptions? I have no idea. <sighs> I don't, I, I don't, I, well, I don't know, but I really don't think so. I'm not making those assumptions because I, that, I mean, no, because I, well, I'm not, um, because I've seen plenty of these situations where the family is very white. My, my brother-in-law tells me awful stories where, because he's a uh, state trooper in New York and he has told me awful stories and there, he has never, ever once I thought brought race into this at all. And okay. most of the stories here are talking about very rural and very white. So but these are people being awful to each other. Anywho. So that, bring that back. So this woman can't get to her child. She's upset about this. She's, I guess, it's escalating a little bit. They arrest her. They take her to the police station where they quickly released, like, let let go of the charges. I think dismiss the charges. I'm not exactly sure what happened um, there, but the kid goes to the hospital. Kid's back and everything is back to the family units back together. So that being said, when this video came out three weeks later, uh, from the incident, it got put on Facebook. People got very upset. People felt it was very racially motivated. And then they had this thing happen, this, this meeting at school, like really quickly. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but it was like a town meeting, not a town meeting, but like put on by the, the hosted by the superintendent of the school district. 
not just the elementary school, for everybody. And a lot of people mm-hmm. went, I guess like 300 people went, so it was very last minute, which is kind of a big crowd. It was either between 150 and 300, both numbers I heard. And there was a lot of, ah, bumped the mic, and a lot of different people talked, got up. I didn't go. My neighbor went, talked to her, uh, got up and highlighted uh, incidences, incidences, listen to me, incidents in town where they had felt that they had been treated differently because of the color of their skin. Boom. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a little forum. Now, right around the same time, I think it was all the same day. Maybe it was the next day. Somebody, I think this was, somebody put a swastika on the ground in the f- field behind the school. And I think they just walked through the snow in that shape because oh, we kind of got okay, like yeah. a weird mm-hmm. snowstorm and it was like thin, but, but it was on green grass. So, and then on the same day, Somebody writes the N word in in the snow in front of uh, one of the uh, grocery stores in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this all happened like kind of within the same week. And as you yeah. know, some people put some stuff on Facebook. Well, the N word thing especially. And let's let's well, let's start there, right? Let when you see these things, somebody writes a curse word, puts a swastika on a wall. Do you take a picture of it and post it? What is the impact there? Well, that was my big gripe. So, so it, in the case of the the N word snow thing, for, first of all, like someone who writes something in the snow, obviously they have some feeling. Well, it's not obvious. They don't know who it is. Right? right. You don't know who did it. You don't know how old they are. You don't know what their motivation was. You don't know anything. All you know is that it's written in the snow. So, you know, if I see it, the first thing I'm going to do is wipe it away. Right. I mean, then my first instinct would be like, okay, just walk that away. Walk through it. As somebody said, <laughs> walk through it and it's gone. Right. Now, the the person who happened to stumble upon it in this incident thought, you know, I, I can't speak to their background, their experiences or whatever, but it upset them greatly. They took a picture of it. They posted it on the Facebooks as is. Right. And I'm like, well, this is not. This is not necessary, right? Because in, in addition to posting it, he, they they called the police, and I started commenting on it. I said, "This is this is. I understand you're upset, but I think probably the better thing to do would be to just wipe it away, right? Like if you called the police and you told them, that's totally fine." And he says, "You know, he was very agitated. And he says, I, I'm not touching this. I left it for the police to remove.'" I'm like, it's snow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's not a whole lot of effort to remove that. But, you know, fine, take a picture of it, send it to the police if you want so they have a record of it so they can sort of track these incidents maybe. You know, if you're worried about that, is it increasing? Is it happening? But to share it with the end, it just feels like a real negative reinforcement kind of thing to me. Uh, like, yeah. To share it with the whole town and say, you know, look at this awful thing that's happening and have everyone get all riled up. Well, for one... I don't know. It just it feels like it's it's snow. Someone kind of did it casually. I'm not saying that they should, but it's easy to remove. Now, if there were, I mean, there's, you could list all kinds of other incidents that could be much much worse in terms of actual like physical violence and that kind of thing. And we should ensure you know make sure that they're known about that it's happening that people are aware. But I, I feel like you know he did partly. I would never argue against him saying that you should never have called the police. Like, fine, call the police, tell them by all means, let them track it. Yeah. But this displaying into the world thing just seems like the wrong kind of enforcement because whoever 
put it there is like, yeah, that was me. It's super famous now. Or, and, and anybody else is seeing it going like, that seems like a great idea. I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to encourage everyone to do it, but now someone who's already <laughs> got these thoughts in their head is like encouraged by it. Yeah. And, and, yeah, so this is interesting because my thought is that a lot of the people on these two Facebook groups, especially, are very hyper reactive. And it's like they get triggered, and I'll use that word as even the way it carries, whatever. They get triggered easily and then they go off the deep end about stuff and they react very, very strongly. Now, is that warranted? I, I, to me, it, it the way they react in such a way is sort of like Im, not really in touch with reality and it's a way f- it gets a rise out of the people that are doing these things like oh, watch this i'm gonna get this pic i'm gonna get i bet you get this gets on acting parents within 30 minutes now nah, it'll take only 15 right and i'm gonna write this word in the snow let's see and i bet there's right. you know they're sitting in the parking lot watching i'll see how how, how long this takes right because i know there's kids yeah. in those groups and every time one of the kids of the high school kids gets in there and the acting parents group it's a little weird even in the other group it's even worse that when they're in there the ki- the parents fawn over them and anything they say they walk on water which is sort oh, of, of funny yeah. and but uh anyways yeah and so that's my take on it is like somebody is trying to get a reaction out of you and they did and the more you do this stuff and the more you react this way i just I, and it also well i just don't know what he was expecting like they can't fingerprint the snow it, it's it's just <laughs> like what kind of investigation do you think is going to happen here? Right. Just, they call up the grocery store and they're like, "Hey, do you guys have cameras in that plaza or the owner of the plaza?" Right. And like, ah, no, we the don't. Yeah. Take care of it. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Did you see it? Right, the cameras thing would have been fine. And and then what's the punishment for being? Well, like, I, they. I mean, that's the thing. Like, the they, is it a hate crime at this point? Okay, so that's an, not, that's okay. <laughs> let's talk about that for a little bit. If a sixteen-year-old kid. Is writing that word in the snow or drawing a swastika mm-hmm. even on the on the, is that a hate crime? I mean, it's not for me to judge. All right, let me ask you this a different question: If a black kid is writing, the, uh, drawing a swastika, or or a Muslim kid's writing a swastika in the snow, is that a hate crime? Technically, I should say it feels the same. Of course, <laughs> yeah, the, the, I know, and it should. Well, there's the there's there's one thing. I mean, a, a direct threat is a clear crime. Right. Right. So yeah. if, they, if they literally write the words like, we should do this thing, that's yeah. terrible. Then, yes, those are very clearly, those are already considered very clear crimes. Right. Um, yes. I want to know the intent here. I want them to, I want these, I want the parents, uh, uh, calling them parents because that's the name of the group, Acton Parents. I want them to think about what would be the possible intent for somebody writing these things in the snow. And, but the, my takeaway from this, and this is the hardest part, because all these things go through my head, like, oh, music, this, and culture, mm-hmm. that, yep. and and, and, te- and the honest answer is you just have no idea. You just can't know. Right. So that your only recourse is to just wipe it away and, and call the police if you want to and say, hey, someone wrote this in the snow. If you can call up the supermarket, see if they have cameras, like you said, do something about it, by all means. I've already wiped it away. Yeah. Here's because, a here's a picture that I took. This is where it was. Because instead of it, like, I mean, imagine, right? There isn't, there isn't Facebook, and you walk by it and you don't wipe it away. So you see it. The next person sees it. The next person sees it. The next person, and there, whatever, whoever sees it, they have certain feelings about it, right? Yeah. This is either they're 
boost it up because they're terrible or they're like, oh, this is awful. I can't believe someone would write this. They made it like exponentially worse by literally just putting it in everyone's face immediately. To the point. Everyone need everyone needs to know that there's yeah. something awful happening. It's like, no, they really don't need and, to know. And it got to the point where enough people were like, uh, this bothers me to see this. So he took, so he changed it. He took it down. And <laughs> he changed, crossed he it off. He covered it. He covered it. And even the, the, the site, the group admins were like, we're going to leave this, but it's against policy. So it's, uh, <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know, man, that stuff. So it, it was, it was a little borderline. Yeah. It was kind of yeah. like, you want everybody to know this is happen, happening, but how much do you want? How to, important is it that every detail is, is, uh, is spread? Yeah. I don't know. And to my, to, and to me, so here, here I think is a good reaction. Superintendent says, we're going to have a meeting. Anybody who's welcome to come to talk about the subject, come and talk about the subject, right? Mm-hmm. Let's do it that way. That seems like a productive forum where people can talk. Um, not just like here, I'm going to put this on Facebook and let everybody just flip out, right? The keyboard warriors that don't have anybody to talk to just go nuts about it. And I, I <laughs> Yeah, the open forum sounds interesting. I mean, yeah, and see, but so, <laughs> in all my cynicism, I'm reading the same. You know, I'm reading the the Facebook group, right? And and it's like, where should I have this birthday party? I heard Kmart's going out of business. Did you see the N word at the toy store? Right. I mean, I, you know, I'm looking for a set of chairs for my dining room. Anybody have any recommendations? Where's your favorite place to get tires put on your car? Hey, did you guys see the swastika? At the it's like, what? It's so disjointed in this like conversation. And it's not like people, people care as much about where to put the tires on the car as where, yeah. as the swastika being written out in school. Like it, to me, it's just like, what? Do you not see how this doesn't work? Right. This isn't. A forum for this isn't the right forum for this. You're not going to get the reaction that's going to be productive for change or to solve the hate. I'm afraid if some 16-year-old kid gets caught doing this, what was going to happen? Now, I know I'm I'm speaking from a position of privilege because, you know, I I understand that there's been terrible things happen to very innocent uh, people of minority or people of color that, that, you know, as far as lynching for somebody bumping into a white one on the street, I get that, right? So I'm not like saying, yeah, we need to protect these white, these 16 year old kids. But I think what I think is these people that are also saying, I only had $800,000 and I couldn't find a three bedroom house in town are going to be there. I don't think they're really connected with the reality of the situation in that sometimes kids do stupid things just because they're kids. And I'm not saying that's okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, also, but let's be careful. This is the whole point, though. We don't yeah. know who it was. You can't assume it was a kid. Right. I can't. I'm, well, uh, okay. Oh, you're right. Now, then that, that, that that's a whole another arc of this conversation. So, but I think that people don't, I mean, I'm, I'm Twitter, right, today, right? And same thing. And then I'm reading some other post about something. And this um, guy who is African-American, black, whatever, he's... N-word, N-word, N-word all over his wall because that's the way he speaks. So I'm like, how do we how do we reconcile this still? Well, I mean, that's a it's a valid point, and I don't want to dismiss anything, but literally it could have been him. <laughs> yeah. And and somebody even said on the thing, it looks like there's other words around there. What do the other words say? Right? Yeah. And like so what if it was like <laughs> I don't want to be dismissive, right? This, right, this, right? this is not me trying to say it could be anything. But what if it was like song lyrics? <laughs> Somebody said it was song lyrics. I, I like, <laughs> like did it, uh, and it, so this is the the difference between what someone might interpret as like a, a hate crime, yeah, and not being this and being something else. It's like 
interpretation of this it's like yeah wipe it away because it can be interpreted so many different ways and it's right not cool and just doesn't go over well and makes people uncomfortable then just wipe it away but yeah, yeah I, I, don't yeah, I don't know who did it uh, and what their intentions were i mean and when <laughs> i mean this is good i think in that we don't have this stuff now but when i like when i went to school this stuff was on like on the bathroom walls written in you know mm-hmm. scratched into the paint and that stayed for more than <laughs> the snow would last right and it <laughs> yeah. didn't get painted over immediately and yeah, yeah. I, so i think it's good that there's less of these things but at the same time i think people because it's happened fewer people give much more gravity to it and then it explodes because of the social media and it's not like, and then some, and so people that are doing this just to troll other people or just to be yeah, funny or I don't, to them, it's funny, but so they do this thing to get reaction out of people and then it blows up and they get, what well, they this want. was my other point is you don't really know, no one's really aware of the rate of the incidents right? in isolation, yeah. especially if they're, they're overblown. Uh, they, it feels like one incident mm. is a hundred, you know, but unless you're. Unless everyone calls the police or calls somebody and registers each incident and says, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And they're tracking statistics and saying, hey, oh my goodness, this is increasing. And you know what? It's always happening around this area of town. And it's, you know, probably. Now, again, to their point also is that why be trusting the police, right? The police have a terrible track record on this thing of race issues. They're just going to be burying these things if they're never reported, if they're they're only reported to the police. And I, I don't think I think all the police in town are white, and you know <laughs> there's other things. So, yeah, I, I, the race thing is really hard to deal with, and especially coming from a privilege, you know, I, I hate, you know, I, I, I'm trying to address that, and I'm trying to. Uh, you did I'm, just mention your brother was a policeman. I'm doing a pro- horrible job. Not in town. He's not. In, he's a New York <laughs> nice. State trooper. No, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying that. But this is on the heels of the police poorly handling a racial situation in one of the elementary oh, schools. Yeah. So right. that that's where I, I mean, that's where I'm tying those things to things. Then, then the, then the whole swastika thing, that's a whole nother like Avenue of, of why, why swastika and why the school? And this isn't the first time swastikas have shown up in town, but it's like, is that a hate crime? I would definitely put it in the category of, uh, inappropriate and like i don't think this is okay and somebody should be talked to whoever does this they need to be talked to but i think and somebody asked me this one of my friends we in in neighborhood we kind of were get, we got together last thursday went on the heels of all this to just just we do once a month and he said do you believe it was a hate crime and i said i don't believe it was a hate crime and he said do you believe there are white supremacists in town and i said i absolutely believe there are white supremacists in town but I do not think they're out there behaving overtly, right? We're not having NRA rallies on the on Kelly's corner. And we're not having, you know, these other pro-Trump rallies and and other things that are happening, like in North Carolina or in Oregon. Like, well, I think the Oregon thing was the opposite, but I can't keep track of all these things. But we're not having these white power rallies or these really overt, like nationalist rallies where that that stuff's happening. Mm-hmm. So I I I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Do you think there are white supremacists in that live in my town or your town or anywhere around oh, here? Absolutely, yeah. Do you think they're acting out? You think this is their behavior? You think it could no, be their I, behavior? I, well, that's that's an easy answer. I mean, of course it could be, but I have no idea. I can't. Yeah. I can't speculate. This is the whole problem. This is why I won't go posting the pictures in on the Facebooks and freak out about it because, like, I can't draw a conclusion. I might post something that says I saw a racial slur drawn in the snow yeah near the supermarket and i called the police and i wiped it away like so which is really close to the same thing except 
I wouldn't put a picture of it up. Hmm. Because it was literally to me, I'm looking at this thing going like, he he might as well make this his like profile picture. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. <laughs> Just make it his big, the big banner there, yeah. whatever you call that, the back, what do they call that? Your banner I think thing? it's the banner. Yeah, I don't know. Profile banner, I don't know. Yeah. Just, it'd be hilarious. Every time you go to his page, it just says this big N-word across the top of his profile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not even, that's like, not even funny. Uh. <laughs> but it was just so, every ego looked at the post and it's, I'm getting notifications about it and the, the picture for the post oh, that yeah. I'm getting notifications on is the picture of the thing. Oh, right. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and so every time you, your, your email, it's just like popping up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah I mean, funny. that's, hmm. Right, right, right. And then then it's just that's reinforcing it. Man. <laughs> uh man, and it, I just think I think there are a lot of very entitled people in Acton that don't really have any idea because they like this woman said on there like I don't know how you people are paying the tax bill of $8,000 in town. And that's like the median house value and the tax mm-hmm. bills that we have really high taxes in Acton. And a lot and a lot of the responses were like, Oh, I wish mine was that low. I wish mine was that low. And then right. I and then I I couldn't find anything. I, and we ended up with a thirty five hundred dollars a thirty five hundred square foot house for our my family of three. But we have to make it work. I'm like, how disconnected are you to realize how what right. opulence that is it's just plain and they're like and i know they're not the one guy i know so i gave him a hard time and he was like i'm not bragging about spending money that's stupid and i, I know he's got like a mother-in-law apartment so in there where this extra family's living but still to be like i wish my taxes were that low when people are asking how are you affording those taxes it's right. it's a thing that just people I don't think have the real world exposure. They're, they're in here, they're making their money, they're sending their kid to an excellent school, and they're then they're going off to work. They come home, they do it again, and they're not getting out there. They're not in their community. I don't know. My takeaway is this: my rant is get out there and like volunteer. Go like you did again yesterday. You went to that shelter again, and like, do you think that these people that you're there, they're they give any care that that's written in the snow? They're like, I, where's my next meal coming from? So. They said it a bunch of times while I was there. <laughs> oh, did you say that? <laughs> oh, man. It's not. Oh, uh, <laughs> Ethics person, I need to apologize again. Oh. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I forgot what I was going to say. And again, what? I don't know. I ranted. I'm not, I realize I'm not some like super street dude, and I come from a very cushy place. So I'm acknowledging that. I'm here recording a podcast right on a computer and looking mm-hmm. at another computer. I, I, I get it. Right. So many computers. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, random. The oh, so back to that post real quick though. Like I even kind of tried to suggest this to him because he was very, he was very ex- excited about the whole situation. And I said, look, you know, I think, I, I think it's fine that you're upset about this, but this Facebook feels like more of a place to be. Like we're literally in Black History Month right now. Mm-hmm. It's like. I feel like that's the kind of stuff you should be posting about. Like, where's the next event? What's something interesting? Here's something to celebrate. Not here's this awful thing that happened. Jam it into your eyeballs. Like, I don't know. And it's kind of a, he kept telling me that I'm, I'm turning a blind eye. I don't know how many times he told me I'm turning a blind eye. I'm turning a blind eye. You're turning a blind eye. I'm like, okay, I get it. You think I'm turning a blind eye? (laughs) Like, I hear it. I hear the situation. Hi. I see your wife. Oh, yeah. My wife's here. She came She's to trying pick, to sleep. She came to get the bus pass. Why is Grace sending me a text message two minutes ago? What is she doing? What is she looking at? What are you looking? I don't know. I guess why she's, why uh, isn't she asleep? 
I guess she's Are you charity. monitoring her? No, she she sent me a Facebook message. My daughter sent oh. me a Facebook message two minutes ago. Well, six minutes ago. Devices in the bed. Yes. I, I thought these things were all turned off at the at the um First of all, at she's the not Wi-Fi 13. Level. Why does she have a Facebook page? She no they have they have, they have Messenger for kids. And oh, really? for some reason, yes. So she doesn't have a Facebook page. She just has Facebook Messenger. But for some reason, they uh, they need Facebook. I mean, Facebook, to their credit, is doing a good idea with because they get more users earlier. But I, I, I can't stand it. <laughs> That's right. They, they wrote them in for later. Messenger for kids. This, I mean, this is re- relevant for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm trying to find um, the, the – yeah, I thought they're – You're trying to turn it all off. Yeah. Oh, speaking to, of which – to turn it all off. <laughs> I finally the got – I'm going to change this. I'm going to change the subject slightly. Don't turn off your connection because that would be bad. Uh, yeah, I mean no. – <laughs> um, <laughs> That's funny. No, I have like a – and yeah. they got all kinds of dumb features on it too. My son, yeah, he's in sixth grade now. Mm-hmm. He finally he came up to me the other day and he's like, "When do you think I can have a phone?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh goodness gracious, why is this happening now?" Right? <laughs> like, can't we just have the sex talk again? And he, <laughs> and it was all because his friends have them. Right, uh-huh. they're they're literally they're walking to school together, and one of the kids couldn't come, so his other friend is texting the other kid, asking him why he's not walking this day, and yada yada yada. And he's like, you know, he's jealous because they're keeping in contact with each other. And I was like, all right, you know what? Sixth grade, uh, the, the your friends have phones thing actually matters quite a bit, especially if they're socializing with each other, and, and we'll we'll have to figure out a way to manage it. I said, uh. I conceded. I said, "Okay, we'll Wait. do it." But well, you got him a phone? No, not yet. Oh, I'm I was, floored. I was, I'm so sneaky weak. about it, just because the way you know you have to do half-assed parenting things. I said, "If you can, if you can stay on the honor roll for the rest of the year, then oh. you have a phone." <laughs> that's not terrible, but I don't know. It's well, not. I mean, that's not, that's not intrinsic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not intrinsic at all. Yeah. Uh, but does it become intrinsic? I don't know. Do they get their satisfaction out of achieving something and then realize? So, to my <laughs> limited experience, uh, I have seen that start to happen to my son. That he was he was aggravated this morning because he didn't get time to go over his Spanish, and he was worried that his grade was going to suffer from it. So yeah, once you get up there, once you get a taste of yeah. good stuff, yeah, again. I feel so bad now. I feel like I'm bragging all the time again because my son did well academically. Now he's mm-hmm. wants to do better. He wants more of the academic success. Wants wants that academic success. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. To, to close the loop on the race thing, though, I just uh, I I feel I feel like I don't know what to do. It's 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 one of these things. And unfortunately, I think here's what's going to happen. This is my my guess, and we'll, we're not going to talk next week because we are. Um, winter break here but a week two weeks when we get back on the show everybody will be back for winter break they'll have taken their trip to aruba disneyland california europe they'll have forgotten all about it they'll come back and you're not a fancy town at all yeah no uh, yeah they will have forgotten all about it and then it'll be we'll be good until the next idiot puts a swastika on something and then (laughs) i mean i hate to be that way and i hate that that's the way it is and i hope maybe there'll be some change here the kids staged to walk out I, i don't I think staged walkouts cool. I don't mean to be demeaning of this. I'm so conflicted on these sort of walkout things uh, in the middle of the school school day, but um, seems to be okay with the school. Not everybody did it, but group I of love kids. civil disobedience. It's great. 
but yeah, fine. But is it school? Is it like, hey, we're, we're going to stage a walkout school? Okay, good. Good luck. Have fun. We'll put some, we'll get some police here. You know, is it, is it civil disobedience when it's like authorized and like we're encouraging it? I don't think it's like, yeah, they're demonstrating. And all the parents, all the parents uh, are like, we love you, kids. This is a great idea. You totally yeah, should do the, this. We're going to show up with you. The, and then the parents do the opposite of whatever they were putting. Well, oh, yeah. Or the parents are like, oh, I wish I could do it. I'm just so I'm so busy. I'm chained to my desk. I'm like, are you really using like slave terms? You're you're implying that you're a slave to when they're trying to walk out because I, I'm like, how you really don't see it. All right, I, I, I don't know. And maybe then I'm like, I'm virtue signaling or something by trying to be too woke. I, I don't even know. I, I don't even know anymore. I can't. I can't. Yeah, you're getting there. So. I want to come back to the phone story, but I want to tell you my brief. Oh, I thought you were story. done with the stone. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's pivot on, on phones and uh, we're done with the race. If you guys have any, any insights, please email us, dadsbeingdads.com. Because cops are just people, people too, and they're, you know, yeah, they're under some they stress are. sometimes and they're asked to do a lot of different things. Yeah. And uh, I certainly empathize with the job, but many, my interactions with the police have, have never been terribly pleasant, let's say. Uh-uh. Typically, they're, they're trying to jam somebody up. Like, you get too close to them, they just arrest you. Uh-huh. They got their handcuffs ready, and somebody's got to be in them. It's been my experience, and and I'm a white dude. It's just no problems. It's just strange. So I'm riding home. I'm, I'm biking home from work today, right? And I went kind of in back way through the woods, and I got onto a main road, and I'm riding up this main road, and the traffic's all backed up. I'm like, you know, some sort of passing everybody on the right, and it stinks because of all their car exhaust. And I get around the corner, and there's. There's road flares in the road. There's a cop car sideways in the road and all the traffic's being diverted to this other street. I'm like, well, I don't want to go that way because that way will take me miles and miles longer. And all these people turning that way are angry and pissed off and they're going to murder me. And I look, you know, the road is closed because maybe another hundred yards away is there's a tree that fell across the road. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, it's just a tree. No beats, right? Not in a car. Yeah, I'm on a bike. So I kind of, I rode up kind of slow, you know, I was trying to be nice and kind of, you know, rode up next to the guy. He's just hanging out on the road, talking on his radio, not doing anything. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, the other side of the tree, no one's directing the traffic and they're all trying to make U-turns. Oh. There's no, there's nobody detouring the people on the other side. Whoa, whoa, that's on the other side. That's not his jurisdiction. No, <laughs> there might've been a town line right there. It was totally out of his jurisdiction. <laughs> And I, I stopped and I, I said, uh, and he was on his radio and I waited and he looked at me. And as soon as he saw me, there, yeah. he just, he just, first thing he says is, you got to go around. Like points to the detour where all the cars are going. And I'm like, <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to be super nice. <laughs> and I waited for him to get off his call. And I said, well, you know, do you think I could just, I think I could just scoot around the tree because, you know, the sidewalk is pretty clear. I can just. <laughs> the sidewalk's clear? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you can let me deal with this first. Because there's a school bus that's like getting itself stuck trying to make a U-turn. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'll just sit here for no reason. Oh, see, I, I, <laughs> so I, yeah. I, you know, I let a, I let a couple of minutes pass, and finally he turns around, he's like waving his hands at me frantically, like I'm not moving as fast as he wanted me to move. Because uh, all not, of a sudden yeah. it's time to go. It's either dead stop or as fast as you can go. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, all right, I'll go around. Just kind of scoot around. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. Have a lovely evening. Yeah. And I was going to offer to be like, do you want me to go tell people, to, you want me to take one of your road flares and block the road up here? But yeah. Whatever. Grouchy. Dude. Like, why is everything so grouchy? Like, this, I, is, this is the cops, job. The cops and the grouchiness thing, I don't understand. It's like, I really don't get it. They, I mean, I do get it. Okay. There are always people yelling at them. But 
when the traffic is like that, when they're directing the police officers directing traffic in he, strange he, situations are always yeah. furious and have no help. But he wasn't even directing traffic. That was the strange part. Oh, he yeah. just parked his car across the road and they were detouring. And now all all he really needed to do was bring a few road flares <laughs> to the other side. Yeah. And block the other intersection. Yeah, well, like I said. But he wasn't moving. He wasn't helping the school bus. He wasn't helping anybody. He was just like, uh, and he was all angry about everything. Maybe the, maybe the person on the other end of the radio was yelling at him. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, it's just a tree, dude. I can pick the bike up and put it down on the other side. Yeah. I, I, I've been in, I know, there's probably, well, whatever. <laughs> I've been in situations now where I'm just like, it will be faster for me to not ask permission to just do what I'm going to do and then get out of here. Like I'm just well, going right Well, if I had just guy. like blown through there, he probably would have yeah. shot me on my way by. I don't need that. No, you don't need that. But I don't know. He's on the phone. I, I don't know. There's a lot of paperwork with that I've heard. <laughs> it's a lot of paperwork. Discharge his firearm. And fill out of yeah. All that stuff. All right. But the, yeah, the phone, I mean, the phone thing oh, yeah. is just going to happen. And I, the, big, the big talk will be... How to keep that thing well locked down, right? Because Wait. I don't, I, I'm fine with him chatting with his friends, to be honest. And we'll do, we'll probably have a whole system like when he gets home, he's got to get put away. He's not just going to sit on it at home the whole time. Uh, it's yeah. going to be for when he's outside the house. When he's in school, what do we do? I don't like that they're bringing them to school. I know. But maybe the teachers already have a place that they make them put their phones. Like, I'll probably check with the school and be like, are you taking their phones away when they come into class? Because <laughs> please do that. Uh, it's, it's just for like when he's between home and school, when he's out and I just, cause it's just too, you get drawn in. He's going to be like, Oh, let's get this game. Let's get that game. Let's watch YouTube. Let's do this. Let's browse these things. Just stare screen, 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 screen all day long. Can can I give you a little advice, please? Yep. Tell him he's not allowed to have it out around other like adults and other people. Like, yeah, this is the most annoying thing when a kid gets in, when we have to like pick up a kid up, kid up with a phone. Like I had two, two, I had four kids over on Saturday, son, Jason's friends, and we were playing Dungeons and Dragons and I had them over and, um, they got bored and then they get on the phones and then they're just making noise with the darn things. Like yeah. they're playing YouTube videos so loud. It's like all distorted. And they're like, Oh, that's just hilarious. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing. Another kid we picked up to give a ride somewhere and he's yeah. doing Siri the whole time in the car. I'm like, are you, yeah. this is so annoying. Put this, yep. Yeah. So one that, of his friends was doing, we were at the playground the other day. One of his friends is like talking to Siri about sports scores. Yeah. Uh, Siri, uh, give me the game update on the scores and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, what? I'm just checking the scores. I'm like, oh my goodness, dude. Like we're at a playground. <laughs> I know. I don't, I'm sitting and he's sitting in the car. What's the coefficient of friction for a, you know, granite marble? Like, what do it? And then he's like, watch this. Hey, Siri, what's the, the country west of Turkey? It's like, you're just asking stupid, like, you're not, you just want the thing to answer you in anything? Like, I don't, it's, it's dumb question. Like, yeah. okay, important things to know, fine, whatever. But like, you're just making your phone talk to you. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Just put it away. Well, it's like that phenomenon when you get a handful of kids in a room and they can somehow, it's just a competition to see who can make more noise. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what bedtime is every night over here. (laughs) Like, what is going on? Why are you just squealing and squawking and and yelling? And (laughs) I don't even know what's going on. Like, they can't, they can't not do it. it. It's just, it's so strange. I don't even know how to describe it. It just. Huh. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't get it. 
I mean, I knew I was annoying as a teenager too, but now to give me like a device to make me more annoying, to amplify mm-hmm. all my annoyance yeah. and just make more noise. Well, yeah, we had kazoos, I guess, when we were younger. I guess, but like, yeah, like that's the... Hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, you got a whistle for a birthday gift. There's nothing could be worse. Oh, they gave you a cell phone that you're using all the time. That is worse. Okay, there's worse than a whistle in a car. It's a random kid's cell phone. Anyway, so that was that was... Yeah. Good luck with the phone thing. I, I want to see how it goes. Oh, you might be talking me out of it. I mean, well, or it's just, yeah, just going to be know. super restricted. I'll just get him a phone that texts. That's all it does. What happened to the walkie talkies? They outgrew that fast. Well, he can't get in touch with his friends with the walkie talkies. Oh, right, right. It just does. Yeah, that's the thing. It's the social thing, right? That's the primary. But if you make it difficult enough, like the, those old phones where you had to, like, you know, press 555 yeah. five to get yeah. right? If I gave him one of those, he would he would text just enough to get his point across and be like, yeah. this is awful, right? Yeah. I just need to let them know where I am. <laughs> Ugh, pushing the letter, pushing the number, and number, number, number. And maybe that's the right amount. Yeah, so my son uses a Kindle, and he knows where all the Wi-Fis are. He's like, there's Wi-Fi at the library, there's Wi-Fi at the school, there's really? Wi-Fi at the... Yeah, he goes like... Because he also like get in touch with us he like there's wi-fi free wi-fi at true west and then he just sits it's like he'll sit outside and send us a message and that's why i had to have the conversation like sending us a message isn't enough you have to get like an acknowledgement back you can't just be like go into the mall and then yeah. leave like that's not a conversation with us do you telling us what you're doing you have to like allow us to respond well mom mm, you know. yeah well we we so we had this specific conversation with uh Actually, about the walkie-talkies while we were skiing. So I've <laughs> they have they've had a lot more experience, and I've had to adjust the protocols so that when they speak, because again, you give a kid a walkie-talkie, what do they do? Just like ah! they'll scream into the thing at each other, just taking turns screaming, 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 and it, you know I had to shut that down instantly. Like this won't be allowed. You can't have these if you're going to do this. So they have to follow this protocol where they, if they push the button, they have to say they have to say who it is. They have to say this is Max. Because that takes a second or two to say, and if they didn't push the button down all the way, then that's the part we miss. And you have to say who you're looking for, like who you're trying to call, where you are, and what you want, right? So they'll say, like, this is Max. I'm at the top of this chairlift. I'm wondering where mom is. Uh, I'm going to go inside, get a snack after this run. You know, that kind of thing. And for the most part, they're pretty good at it. But something happened last weekend or something a couple weekends ago where one of the girls was trying to call us but her cable had come unplugged so like she wasn't getting a response right so (laughs) instead of like and and what's ridiculous to me so this this kind of situation happens a lot where she was calling us and not getting a response and yet she was with several other girls who also had walkie-talkies, and none of them realized that any of the other ones could just call us, <laughs> right? So the same thing would happen in reverse, where I would call, we would be looking for one of the kids, and they wouldn't respond. Until finally I would say, I would call my son and be like, this is Dad, this is Randy, Max, if you can hear me and you're next to Michael, can you please check to make sure his walkie's working? And like a few seconds go by and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't turned on. Like, did you not hear us trying to call Michael for the last 20 minutes? You know, <laughs> like, what is happening with you? And they're just so absurd because and they'll do to your point, they'll do that kind of stuff all the time. They'll say they'll just say like, I mean, at this point, they're super independent. We kind of don't care where they are, but they'll say, I'm going inside. Uh, 
you know, <laughs> and they'll, they'll ask for something that requires a response and they don't get it because we were at a range or something. And then later they're upset with us. Like you never responded to me or you never, you didn't say this was okay. So I didn't do it. And it's like, you didn't, we didn't respond. You can't, it doesn't make any sense. So the, yeah, I mean, the conversational aspect of it is, is they're learning. I've had to, I had to kind of, we've had to clarify a few things like that, where it's like, listen, if you call us and we don't respond, the, you don't escalate it. You don't start calling us faster and louder and faster and louder, right? <laughs> yeah. You need to change something, check something. Step one, make sure you're on the right channel. You know, make sure your walkie's working. Make sure someone else around you can hear you. Go to a different place. You know, if you're in the basement of the lodge, you're, we're probably not going to hear you. Go up to the third floor because it's better range. They don't understand these things with the walkies, at least, right? That, that sometimes they get interference. Or just wait. Like, wait 10 minutes because maybe we're on a weird chairlift somewhere and we've got to move. But in 10 minutes, we'll be somewhere else and you can call us back. I think the big fat cat is meowing. <laughs> I didn't hear um, So I found that interesting. But they... but. With some very little minimum instruction, they're they're getting used to it, and it's it's pretty hilarious because they will call. They made up code names for each other, so the girls at least were chocolate and cabbage and tango, uh. <laughs> and so they had a good time saying like, "This is chocolate calling tango." <laughs> I'm right behind you. We need to turn right, and you know that goes on and on all day long, and it's it's hilarious to listen to. <laughs> Um, as long as they're being clear, it's only like, that's fine. I don't mind listening to that. Cause it's like, good. They're saying stuff. They understand each other. It's clear communication. Everyone's getting along. It's perfect. But when they just start screeching things into the radio and it's driving everyone nuts, cause you can't tell what it is or what they mean or who it is or where they are or anything. It's just noise. It, it, I'm like, no, taking your walk away. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know if that was related to your point at all, but it's sort of, yes. You can't just yeah, yeah. message us, then disconnect and leave. Well, I think any of these communication things, you got to like coach them through it. Don't you be like, hey, here's a phone. Like, mm-hmm. here's all the information on the internet. And there is no, I, I've complained about the phone etiquette earlier on different shows. And that's just with landlines. Like, hi, is Jason there? Speaking. Uh, other Jason? Uh, okay. <laughs> who's this? <laughs> hi. Um, yes. Uh, hi, who's this? <laughs> uh, uh, gosh, I'm just like, what do you want? Why are you calling? It's well, four, everyone, it's when four I was in the kid, morning. <laughs> yeah, everyone had like a different etiquette too, which was hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember my one neighbor was always like, the Cummings residence. They'd answer the phone. They'd say, Cummings residence, Daniel speaking. <laughs> like this is, And oh, right. what cracks me up about it, right, is that at some point in time, that whole thing reversed where you don't tell the person who's calling who you are. Right, because oh. you know you're, they're they're invaders of your privacy somehow. You don't answer the phone and say James residence, Randy speaking, because then they know who you are. <laughs> you answer the phone and you're like, "Hello, who is this?" Right, and it changed during my lifetime. Like, oh, I think you're right. Yeah, I didn't even notice. <laughs> it used to be very friendly, and we'd greet people and we'd tell them who we yeah. were. Hey, what, what can I do for you? And and to, it turned into very defensive, like, "Hello, who is this? State your business." <laughs> Why are you calling during dinner? Yeah. Thing, right? It's like, well, Jiminy Crickets, why are you answering the phone during dinner? I don't know. <laughs> My mother-in-law still kind of does that. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Well, I think, you know, I, I, I'll i give credit to the telemarketers on this because nobody, nobody wants to let them in on your, uh, you know, uh, they, even when they call, if it's like, hello, is Holly there? I'm like, uh, who's calling, please? 
Hello, yeah, mm-hmm. is Holly there? I'm like, hang up, you stupid robot. Robots have gotten better. I can't tell them all. Oh, the robots are pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Some of them are like, oh, stupid. And then I try and see what I can trip them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just keep saying things to it. It's snowing in Alaska. Well, thank you for your donation. We'll send you the letter right away. I'm like, no, no, wait, lying. <laughs> cancel, uh, cancel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, all right, listen. So we got like seven minutes, and this is going to be enough of this subject. Um, and I, this, is one, this is the subject I was careful to bring up. Yeah, this subject. Yeah, well, like uh, you know already. So like, wh- where are we at? It is mm-hmm. a week ago, almost a week ago, I got a message from my mom that said, your sister's going in for a test and uh, she may have breast cancer. It may have cancer. I don't know if we knew it at the time. So Thursday we did get a response back. And she's like, my, yeah, Megan found out, your sister found out that the test came back positive. And I will tell you, and I know that you have experience with this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that everybody in the sh- that listens knows, but, <clears throat> and I have never felt more helpless than in my life. There's absolutely nothing I can do to help this situation other than I can, you know, I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, I know what's going on. I heard what's going on. And, um, you know, if you want to talk or whatever, I'm here, but I, mom actually said, don't call you or anything. Cause you know, just whatever. So, uh, and just my younger, I'm 44 now, I think. And she's 42. So she's 42 years old, my younger sister. And this is like the first major health scare that, I know of that my siblings have faced and um, I'm the oldest of four kids. And I was like, I mean, I know. So a couple of different, you know, a whole lot of emotions went through. And I was like, I think you're like one of the first people I texted about it because of your experience with that. And the other thing was like, I was like, this is why he does the freaking pan mask. Like, I understand you want to raise money. Like, I've understood that. But it's like something tangible that you can, like, sink your teeth. I don't want to put a bunch of yeah, feelings in motion. Sure. Something you can do. So, I don't know, man. It was – um Are you going to join us this year? Is that what <laughs> no, I don't think I can get myself in shape in time. But Because I don't want to crush you and I have to get, like, bikes right, and then I'm all day on. Anyways, yeah. no. <laughs> um, No, and the, the run fundraising is crazy. Uh, anyways, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if you have any sort of like, this was, this has really been like, and people have been like, uh, not a lot of people, but people have been like, Hey, what's going on? Are you all right? And everything like people that don't know have sort of picked up on some of the, like, I've just been like, eh, you know, I'm all right. Oh, what's going on? You know, I, I don't know. It's been, like, like I said, it's my sister. We're close. I mean, it's not somebody I talk to regularly, but you know, we're close in age, two years difference. And, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't really know what other words to put into it. But it was like, I, I, if other people have gone through this, man, and and this is like I said, I, I'm not even a week into this. We have no idea what the prognosis. I don't have any idea what the prognosis is. My sister may have more information than I do, but the, from little that she's told us, it's it's good. Like it hasn't gotten into her lymph system and all that stuff. And so I, I've told one other person that, and they're like, "Oh, that's great news. Then it's probably very treatable and everything." But I, I don't know, and I don't. I don't want to like. I don't want to speculate at all until I have more information, which come Thursday. But um, yeah, I don't know. Th- that was the thing. I was like, I don't know if you have any insights that I, that's why I'm putting it out there. Well, they definitely have to work on their system of uh, of test results because when they say it comes back positive, that it's, it's the wrong message, really. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Positive. Good or is positive bad? And when they yeah, because it's usually the other way. When it's like, well, your test came back negative. Oh, so negative. I'm dying. You go, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. terrible. Yeah, right. I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's bad news. No, no, it's negative. Yeah. 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 
Hmm. Um, I haven't had a lot of tests uh, come back positive. I don't know. Well, I mean, same, really. You know, helpless situation. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that was how I, you're right. It's, it's, I started doing the pan mass that year. So I, th- I think my niece was diagnosed in it's either March or April. It was, yeah, and it was near the beginning of the year. And I just was like, okay. You know, and someone suggested it to me like, well, you know, there's this bike ride thing that for, for raising money for this sort of thing. I'm like, well, okay, I got nothing else to do, so might as well. Jeez. Um, but yeah, for that same reason, because I really couldn't do anything. I could visit her. Yeah. I could be like, well, this looks terrible. <laughs> what do you mean? Just her whole situation. Oh, oh. oh <laughs> Everything yeah. is terrible and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, 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 you could, I see what you're saying. You could like wallow in the hopelessness. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Me visiting you does nothing to really like make you better. But doesn't it provide her a, I mean, she wanted you to visit, right? Of course. Of course. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, she was, at times she was pretty sick and and none of that stuff really, me visiting her probably didn't matter all that much. Parents there and stuff. Sure. Good. But, um, She's a little bit distracted. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yikes. Well. Hmm. Yeah. Life. I don't know. It just like I said, this is just something that's completely new, and I've never felt like I. I guess I'm a doer, or I like to try and like help situations, and this is just one sure. of those things. It's like I don't know. And yeah. Well, you can go. Uh, well, actually, I'm I'm listening to a book right now. It's kind of kind of. This is very interesting. I'm listening to a. It's it's one of the Audible lecture series, the Great Courses. Yeah. Called Nutrition Made Simple. I think. Yeah. Nutrition. It's, it's not really made that simple. It's a very long series of lectures. <laughs> it's horribly complex. But she talks. Quite a bit about um, nutrition made clear, not made simple. That makes more sense. Nutrition made clear. Mm-hmm. She talks quite a bit. There's many, not chapters, but courses on uh, food and its effect on mm-hmm. cancers. Because the reality of of cancers are they are essentially um, like def- deformations in DNA for lack of better words. So there's usually an initiating event, right? There's usually something that kind of triggers it. Right. And some of those somethings could be, could be diet, could be environment, could be genetics, could be this, could be that. But there's also a lot of, apparently a lot of foods and nutrition guidelines and things you can follow to help, uh, treat and, and fight, um, a lot of cancers, which is interesting. Right. I certainly wouldn't make it the only, no, you know, the, right. the only recourse, right? Follow the medical. But, and, and hopefully the doctors are also giving these sorts of recommendations. But it was interesting. You know, it's, it's, I'm still listening to it now, but there's a lot of stuff in there that was at least sort of made me feel as if, uh, if I were in that position, I could feel a little less helpless, right? It gives you, it would give you something to do. Like if I were the sick person. Yeah. I could be like, this is something I could focus on, right? I would be meal planning and doing all these things and being like, okay, I'm going to eat these foods and do this and rotate yeah. these. And um, Do you want to throw that in her face right away? Oh, no, 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 no. 
Oh no. Yeah. It's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think any advice from me is going to help anybody. <laughs> advice is not <laughs> something I'm giving in this situation. It's just because I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything. I'm not a doctor other than, I, and I, I don't, yeah. Like I said, I like to try and help people solve things, but I, I don't like to give a ton of advice when it comes to like medical issues. <laughs> yeah. You should try and eat, you know, cut out the sugar from your diet or nice. cut out the all animal products from your diet or that's not what she needs to hear from me. <laughs> it's in lecture 24. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, other people have, uh, I've heard that before too. Like, it's all animal products that cause the cancers and it's all the sugar that causes the cancer. So just, well, one, on actually one of beans. the interesting ones was it's, it's a, one of the things she was talking about specifically was like charred meats mm-hmm. because of what happens to the proteins and stuff. So if you're barbecuing something and you really overcook it and it's got a lot of charred edges and stuff, mm-hmm. she was very adamant about like, just cut that off the meat. You don't want to eat that. Okay. Cause it, it, it will, Again, I forget some of the details because I don't listen very carefully. But because it it can be one of those, um, it will contribute to one of those initiating events yeah, just okay. because of what's happened to the proteins and the meats by charring it and, and what yeah. happens when you when you eat it. And so she's just like, you know, it's not a huge deal, but just just don't eat it, just cut it off. Hmm. You can eat the meat, just cut off all the black stuff. Well, uh, there's a lot of you know, there's definitely a lot of meat talk in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm I'm moving on to uh, food labels. Oh, I'm almost done with it. <laughs> Facts on functional foods. It's a lot of a uh, lot of talk about uh, herbal remedies and and what do you call it? Holistic like, uh, supplements. Oh, really? Not holistic stuff, but you remember like Herbal Life and all those oh, yeah. supplement companies that were hitting it big back in the what is it? Nutrition made, made simple. Mm-hmm. Nutrition, nutrition made, made clear. Right. Made clear. I don't know. I've listened to so many different. <laughs> nutrition podcasts and people talking go keto go all sugar go vegan uh, no this is not uh it's not like this that is a, this is everything uh, it's very basic normal but it's super boring well it's a series of lectures <laughs> yeah but I, I don't understand it oh here it is they grow, oh, 18 hours and 39 minutes on oh, on nutrition <laughs> No, it's 30, 36 different classes, basically, yeah. Although, if you did that, then you could break it up, maybe. Listen to a couple and switch it up, yeah. The great, the great yeah, these these lectures are intense, some of these great courses. They are. Yeah. Huh. But it did make us, um, <clears throat> not to shift away from your topic too rapidly. No, no, yeah, yeah. We... <laughs> We have been tr- having trouble, and I'll wrap this up briefly because I know we're a little yeah, bit over. With my daughter not eating fruits and vegetables and stuff, and Eat. this 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 listening to the course kind of made me like get back on it, like talking to my wife, like we we've got to do something about this. We can't just keep letting this go. Yeah, and letting her just eat whatever. What does she so, eat then? Like because she doesn't eat meat and she's not eating fruits and vegetables. Well, yeah, Is like very just, rarely, right? So she was eating garbage. She was like, eating like processed bread. bars and bread. Yeah, and, all right. yeah, yeah. Like bars and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it's garbage. I'm like, she's going to die. Like she, she, she's so cranky all the time. Yeah, the, the, the mood, it definitely affects their moods for sure. And I think her mood was so terrible because of what yeah. she was eating. And honestly, we, we've, so I said, forget it. We're doing, we're being consistent. Like every day for dinner, she's going to have some fruits and vegetables. Mm. We're just going to start with dinner. And we, I had to kind of hold my wife to it as well because we started drifting a little. Yeah, and, it's so and, hard. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And, and so, so she's like, okay, I get it. 
and she got my wife got my daughter involved and so now she's and and the one thing that really changed which seems obvious is that i'm like when i made i made dinner i'm like if i'm gonna give her fruits and vegetables we're all getting the same thing yeah you have to more is caught than taught but we weren't doing that before we were like all getting different meals it yeah was ridiculous. i don't yeah i can't <laughs> so <laughs> That's one thing because my wife does 99% of the food prep in this house and she's like, what do I do? And I'm like, you do not make different meals for everybody. Like they eat – I always say you make something that they will like eat and it's rice or something. Always have something that they can eat. But like you don't have to make a separate meal for her because she likes fish and her be him because he likes chicken and he'll eat steak. So no way, man. It's too too much. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. So, but now she's been involved, and she's she she's the one that puts together the fruits and veggie plates for everybody before dinner and stuff. And mm. well, here comes the fat W cat again. All right, man. Listen, between all the racism and the cancers in the world, I think just uh, you know, hug your loved ones and your tubby all cat. That cliche stuff, and uh, treat your fat cats well. She keeps meowing. It's so weird. Meow. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.